0: Listener
1: exclusive. The Limestone Coast's Week That Was.
2: G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to a brand new ep of The Week That Was, where we look back at what has happened in the news in the Limestone Coast. Today, I'm going to catch up with Danielle. We're going to talk policing issues from around the Limestone Coast, and we're going to touch on that issue with the road raid incident out near Millicent over the weekend I'm going to talk all about the Close to Home Festival. It's coming up this weekend. You are going to want to be there. And the Amalgamation Plebiscite has passed both Houses of Parliament and I'm going to catch up with Troy Bell to find out the latest. It's all coming up as part of the podcast this
1: morning. Police are looking into a road rage incident on Friday night. The victim was reportedly driving along the Princess Highway between Mount Gambier and Millicent, but that's when the driver of a small hatchback tried to force the Hilux off the road. The vehicle drove through pine trees near Tantanula to avoid, but then rammed by a grey ute. The victim was assaulted and had his phone, wallet and keys stolen. He also needed treatment for facial injury. Investigations continue into who the assailants are
2: Let's get things underway Danielle joins me from SAPOL Danielle, road rage incident on the weekend at Millicent What took place?
0: So police are investigating a road rage incident and assault near Millicent on Friday night Between 7.45pm and 8.15pm on Friday, 23rd of September, the victim was driving a white Toyota Hilux along Princess Highway between Mount Gambier and Millicent when the driver of a small, dark car attempted to force this vehicle off the road. The victim took evasive action and drove through the pine trees near the southern Tantanola intersection. On Agricultural Bureau Drive near Millicent, the Hilux was rammed by another vehicle, a grey utility, possibly a newer model, Holden, Colorado. The victim was then assaulted by a number of unknown males and had his phone, wallet and car keys stolen. He received hospital treatment for facial injuries. Investigations are continuing to identify and locate um, the assailants. Anyone with information about this incident or who witnessed or has dash cam footage of the area at the time is asked to contact Crime Stoppers on 1-800-333-0 or online at www.crimestopperssa.com.au.
2: Now Daniel, this is something that is is new to the Limestone Coast. Like we don't hear of road rage incidents here in the in the region, do we?
0: No, not that often, um, thankfully.
2: And Danielle, if anybody is is confronted with something like this, I mean, w- what does somebody do if they're travelling on our roads and and something like this happens to them? I mean, do you pull over and call the cops? What happens?
0: That's the best thing to do is to contact triple zero um, and try and make your way to the local police station.
2: Mm. Danielle, school holidays are on the way and um, we need to look out for kids on our roads. We need to be vigilant in school zones uh, while schools aren't occupied, all that sort of
0: stuff. Yes, so school holidays are fast approaching, with this week being the last week of school for Term 3. There have been many incidents of break-ins, property damage and undesirable behaviour at schools across the Limestone Coast. Most incidents have occurred during hours of darkness and on weekends. This has caused substantial loss, having to repair damage and replace property. South Australian Police are seeking the assistance of the community to identify and prevent criminal activity in our community, particularly at our school sites. Um, This is a whole community approach whereby we hope to intervene and disrupt this behaviour, creating a safer community and we need your help. The school holidays period may allow more opportunity for unlawful activity due to the closure of the school should you see anyone see suspicious, suspicious activity on or about the school grounds, please call one three one triple four immediately. Mm. Um, alternately you can, if you're aware of any information relative to school offending, please call Crime Stoppers on one 000 or report online at www.crimestopperssa.com.au.
2: And Danielle, um, one of the things that we also need to look at at the moment, bike security is something that you guys are focusing on?
0: Yes, yeah, so recently Mount Gambier Police have received reports of bicycles being stolen from outside business premises and from personal residents. Uh, most, most recently, two distinctive bikes were stolen from Marketplace Shopping Complex. The investigation is continuing with CCTV across available across Mount Gambier, Community are reminded to secure their bikes when leaving them unattended, even for a short time. Keep records of serial numbers and a photograph of the bike so this can be supplied to police at the time of reporting. Um, if anyone has any information in regards to people stealing bikes, please once again, please call Crime, crime Stoppers or go on the website 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, and you can remain anonymous.
2: Hey, Danielle, always good to find out what's going on with policing across the limestone Coast. It's been great to chat this morning. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ewan.
1: Legislation has passed through the Upper House of State Parliament for a plebiscite on an amalgamation of the City of Mount Gambier and Grant Council. Mount Gambier MP Troy Bell says the pros and cons need to be weighed up.
3: It's really important to point that out, you're not voting for the amalgamation or the joining of two councils. All you're voting for is uh, do you want the government to do that work and consult with the community, open the books up, tell us what the uh, benefits and, and, and negatives would be so that uh, people could have an informed opinion.
2: Now, Lowestead Coasters, do you think the Gambier City Council and the Grant District Council should amalgamate? It's a question you are going to be asked as we go to the polls and vote at the council elections, especially after the legislation passed both Houses of Parliament during the course of the week. Troy Bell joins me to talk about it. Troy, g'day. Good
3: morning, Ewan. Good morning, listeners. Now, mate, first
2: of all, are you a, a supporter of the amalgamation?
3: I see no problem in uh, investigating uh, the pros and cons of it. Uh, over my nine years in uh, state government, plenty of people have uh, talked to me uh, who are both for it and against it. And and it's really hard to have an informed opinion because, quite frankly, I don't know what the benefits would be. Um, mm. I don't know what the savings would be um, because nobody's sat down and done that work. And the reason why no one's done it is it costs about uh, $400,000 to uh, not only do the analysis but... Uh, um, consult with the community, do the uh, uh, the forums and, and all the rest of it. So,
2: and that's what the government's proposing at the moment, isn't it? They want to just have a look at it and do a, a cost benefit analysis and see whether this is something that should be done in the Limestone Coast.
3: That's exactly right. And uh, it's, it's really important to point that out. You're not voting for the amalgamation or the joining of two councils. All you're voting for is, uh, do you want the government to do that work and consult with the community, open the books up, Uh, tell us what the uh, benefits and and negatives would be so that uh, people could have an informed opinion. The problem with the legislation is uh, it doesn't stipulate what the next step would be. So, okay, we're voting yes or no to investigate. Uh, The Greens actually put up a a really good amendment to say, all right, once that's done, uh, if people agree, then you get another vote whether you want to join the two councils together.
2: Oh, that's cool. Uh,
3: Yeah, well, to me, that was a a very democratic uh, process to follow, but um, that didn't get through. That that got defeated. So uh, I sat down with the minister uh, after parliament and just tried to work through what, what, as a minister, um, because he'll have the final say on this, uh, if it is approved, of course, um, what uh, things he's going to uh, take into consideration. He was very mindful of... uh, you know what the numbers are in each council. Uh, if you've got one council that's voting overwhelmingly no, uh, and you've got another council overwhelmingly yes, how's he going to balance um, that? That two sets of data that's that's coming in. So uh, we we had a pretty good discussion around that, and um, uh, you know he really wants to wait and see because we're we're talking hypotheticals. But
2: uh, and and I suppose we will be until the the amalgamation plebiscite does roll round and we all have SA.
3: Exactly. So uh, uh, the council elections, um, make sure you get out and vote. And and this is probably the other thing, Ewan, that uh, council elections are not mandatory. So uh, if only 10% or 20% of people actually uh, uh, put in their voting papers, um, is that representative of of the whole community
1: or is it? well, you've had your chance and you chose not to vote, so um, that's a vote in itself. Funds raised from a local music festival in Mount Gambier this weekend will go on to four Limestone Coast mental health organisations. The Close to Home event is on at the Mount Gambier Bowls Club on Saturday and will feature local artists as well as performances by Taylor Henderson and Phil Stack from Thirsty Merck. Event chairperson Natasha Little says it's a family event that will pull money back into local services for local people. We
4: wanted to help people within the local region of the Limestone Coast. We've selected four companies and they are Headspace Mount Gambier, the Mount Gambier and District Suicide Prevention Network, South East Junction and Four Reasons Why.
1: Tickets are available online via the Close to Home Facebook page or on the day.
2: Now, Limestone Coasters, the Close to Home Festival is going to be massive this weekend. And to find out more about it, Natasha joins me for a chat. Natasha,
4: g'day. G'day, how are you? Yeah,
2: fantastic. Natasha, Close to Home, how did the festival come about?
4: Okay, so basically beginning of this year, uh, Michael Wilson, Willow. Yep, uh, Willow. Big shout out to Willow. big shout out to Willow. He's a local musician. He put a post out on Facebook wanting to... To raise some money through his gigs to raise money for mental health awareness. So then he did a call out for venues and artists to help him. Mm. And I reached out. I've known Willow for years. <laughs> um, so I said, how about we get together? Then we got the bowls club involved and... The rest is history, basically. We said, let's do something a bit bigger. Let's get more artists involved and make it a whole community event. It's so. going to
2: be a family-friendly event, whole heap of artists all in one spot. Tell me what's going on.
4: Okay. So basically, we've got Mount Gambier Bowls Club. Mm-hmm. So that's where the venue is. We've got our main stage in underneath the canopy. And then we also have a second stage out in the car park. We have food trucks coming Uh, children's entertainment. So we, the bowls club are putting on some barefoot bowls opportunities. So everyone can have a go at that. If you've
2: never been and done barefoot bowls, absolutely huge. Great fun. So
4: it'll be great fun. Um, we've also got next gen entertainment with his V VR, um, experiences. Yes. So giant games, face painting, Um, a bit of everything. So, And the main thing is that we are raising money for mental health and suicide prevention awareness, and all the tickets are only $20 each, so very affordable for the whole family to come, and we've made it so children under 14 are free.
2: All right, music on the day because there's a bucket load of music. It's going to be great.
4: Yes, so we have 13 different acts from around the country um, with Fee and Friends from here in Mount Gambier, Willow of course performing, Louise Adams and then our he- couple of headline acts are Taylor Henderson and also Phil Stack from Thirsty Merck.
2: For people who want to get tickets to be part of what is going to be a fantastic show, it is on on the October long weekend. How can we get tickets?
4: Okay. So you can go to the Close to Home Facebook page, uh, which is just Close to Home Festival on Facebook, and we have our link on there. So trybooking.com. Tickets are only $20, but we will also have tickets available at the gate, So, but it will be cash only at the gate.
2: Now, London coast Coasters, talking Close to Home Festival, I've got a bloke on the line who quite literally, up until, well, a couple of weeks ago, was over in the UK. He performed as part of the closing ceremony for the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. He's going to be here this weekend as part of the Close to Home Festival. Taylor Henderson, g'day.
5: <laughs> Good morning, mate. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Taylor, what was it like being in Birmingham for the close? Closing ceremony of the Commonwealth Games, dude.
5: Um, it was pretty amazing. I, uh, I, I guess like, I'm just like a, you know, I'm your average kind of bloke. So when they gave me the call up and they said, do you want to come up and perform at the Commonwealth Games? It was pretty insane. They, they flew us over there and, um, and yeah, it was pretty, pretty insane. There was about 40,000 people there. I performed with, uh, Vanessa Amorossi, Baker boy was there and yeah, it was pretty, it was it was just amazing. It was the most incredible experience. and yeah i've I've never been over to that side of the country of you know of the world before. Mm. so I um, yeah, it was just the most unreal just experience, and I yeah, it's it feels weird now to come back home after being over there, but I, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to get rolling and get cracking on some gigs. So, yeah.
2: Now, talk about the uh, Close to Home Festival. How did it come about that you are headlining this festival?
5: So, they reached out to me, and once I heard what it was all about, because it's uh, the whole process for this was... For, for me, I, I play music, and when it comes to music, I'm always singing songs to make not just myself feel better, but for other people to have a good time. So... And you know, 100% of the ticketing proceeds like go to easing funds for local suicide prevention and mental health groups, and it's just to raise awareness around mental health through live music in general. So when I heard all about that, I was like, "Yep, count me in. I- I'm in." So uh, and yeah, there's also some amazing other artists that are going to be performing. Um, and I just said, "Yep, I'm in. I'll be there. Let's let's do it. Let's have a good time." So music—that's what music should be about. It shouldn't just be about. You know, if you're going through a hard time, you can, people put on a song and they might feel better, but sometimes you just need music to just make you feel good and have a good time. So I was like, yep, let's do it. So I'm so excited.
2: Tell me about music for you. How did, how did the journey into music start for you?
5: Well, my, my old man kind of got me into music when I was about 16 and I never really played guitar until I was, you know, my dad just kind of threw one at me and said, mate, give this one a crack. And then I, um, I don't know, I just kind of became obsessed with it. You know, I, I started to play, play guitar, play piano. And then that's kind of when I started taking, you know, singing a bit more seriously. And then I, yeah, I just kind of kept going and, it eventually just turned into what it is now and now I I do it full-time and I've traveled all around the world it's been a really it's bizarre how it kind of landed in my lap like this I never really thought it would it would be 10 years on and I'd still be doing music full-time but it's just been a really yeah it's it's I don't know I, I, I originally wanted to like uh, be a builder and I was stacking shelves of <laughs> cotton on. I, it's a, it, 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 it feels somewhat weird to be, So it feels like I've, I've fallen back on music and that's been my safe job. <laughs> so it's funny, but yeah, it's been good. And, and tell me
2: about music for you. I mean, you, you, we talked about the fact that this, this concert's all about mental health and, and mental wellbeing and, and the fact that music plays such a huge part in people's lives. What does music mean to you?
5: Well, Oh man, that's a big question. I, um, when it comes to music, I, I, you know, I was brought up in, in church and I had a really you know beautiful upbringing with my family and my, I, but I guess when it comes to music, I've always looked at the deeper meaning of, of songs and lyrics and how the way it kind of affects me. Um, I've, Music has just been a really good outlet in the way that I've been able to cope with things when it when things have been tricky or when I've had problems in my life. You know, I, my parents split up when I was pretty young, and sorry to get pretty dark on you for a second, but but you know my my family has has worked through things really well, and where you know my parents are still best friends. But honestly, I reckon music has played a huge role in that because music's one of the few um, medications that has no negative side effect. So if you're going through something tough, if you're struggling, if you just feel like you need to clear your head, you know, you can put on a song or play some music, you know, um, and it just, it's, it's a really beautiful cure to helping you overcome things that, you know, you might not be able to deal with initially at first. It's just a really nice outlet and it helps you express your way. And sometimes you can't, when it, with words. So, yeah.
2: And Taylor, you're, you're obviously a songwriter as well. I mean, how hard is it to put together a song and, and to come up with something that that people are just going to sing along to? Oh,
5: you have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes sometimes it can be brutal. Sometimes songs just can take forever. Sometimes they come like that. And uh, that's kind of the fun and challenging thing about music is when it comes to songwriting, you know, you might be going through something that you just have the words to express exactly what's going on. And other times you have no idea, but it's, 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 and it can be a challenge. And I think that's, that's, that's the beautiful thing about music is there's no right or wrong. Um, You can just, you know, you put a pen to paper or you grab a guitar, sit at piano, sit at the piano, sorry. And you can just play away and, and all of a sudden something beautiful happens. And then yeah, and then I think, oh, I might go and perform this in Mount Gambier on the first of October. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. So, yeah. Taylor,
2: cannot wait for you to be here. Headline act, Close to Home Festival. It's taking place over the long weekend. It's going to be a cracker of a time. It's going to raise money for four local charities in the Limestone Coast. Thanks for chatting, mate.
5: No worries. Thank you so much for having me, mate. Thank you.
0: Listener.